In 2007, Torsten Egelbrecht and Dr. Klaus Kuhnlein published the first edition of Virus Mania. They warned that alleged infectious disease pandemics were getting bigger, not because of any basis in biological reality, but because the marketing campaigns were growing. These narratives were scaring the public into the paradigm of unnecessary vaccines and drugs. I became a co-author of the book in 2020 when the COVID-19 show was gripping the world and we could see that what they had warned us about had fully manifested. It is hard to say if the false pandemics have peaked, but COVID enabled so many agendas to be carried out that a rinse and repeat attempt may be on the cards. On that account, there has been a recent story emerging from China that has many of the characteristics of the December 2019 COVID-19 stories. And this time, it involves kids, just as one of Bill Gates' exercises portrayed in 2022. CS25 is spreading within 50 countries. The total number of cases to date is estimated at 100,000, with over 1,300 deaths. Many of the dead are children. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. On the 22nd of November this year, a group called ProMed issued a release with the subject Undiagnosed Pneumonia, China, Children, Reported Epidemic, Request for Information. ProMed is a program of the International Society for Infectious Diseases. The website of the latter states, At the International Society for Infectious Diseases, our mission is to support health professionals, non-government organisations and governments around the world in their work to prevent, investigate and manage infectious disease outbreaks when they occur. Uh-oh! Obviously they haven't been watching my videos or reading our books. We've been over this many times. Disease may occur in, quote, outbreaks, but there is no scientific evidence they are infectious in the sense of contagion. So their entire organization is based on a long-refuted hypothesis. <laughs> anyway, according to Wikipedia, the ICID solicits donations from the general public, as well as governments, foundations, and the pharmaceutical industry. And one of those foundations is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. What is also significant is that it was a ProMed notification back in December 2019 that brought COVID to the attention of the world, according to a recent Daily Mail story, which we'll get to soon. For now, we'll go back to ProMed's dramatic 22nd of November release, where we see that it is entirely based on a story coming from China's FTV News. Let's have a look at the translation provided on the ProMed site. And to make it more interesting, we'll sound an alarm each time a repeated COVID theme appears in just the first paragraph alone. With the outbreak of pneumonia in China, children's hospitals in Beijing, Liaoning and other places were overwhelmed with sick children and schools and classes were on the verge of suspension. Parents questioned whether the authorities were covering up the epidemic. 
In late 2019, the COVID narrative was introduced to the world in almost exactly the same way. Remember when the first sketchy stories emerged about a mysterious pneumonia outbreak? Then we saw people supposedly dropping dead in the street. Despite the fact that this didn't happen elsewhere in the world, the images entered the minds of the public and they thought a quote, deadly virus was breaking out of China. When the preposterous nationwide lockups were announced in 2020, the unlawful and pseudoscientific nature of them didn't matter because most people had been terrified and went along with them. Our family and friends in the freedom community didn't participate in any of the COVID cult rituals, such as face masks and social restrictions. However, it was very disturbing living in a society where the majority were completely duped and eagerly followed the deranged and flip-flopping nonsense coming from government agencies. In my 2021 video, Once Upon a Time in Wuhan, I exposed the flawed narrative of COVID-19 on several fronts. One aspect we pointed out was that Wuhan, like many Chinese cities, has terrible pollution, and a 2010 study revealed that pneumonia remains a leading cause of death in adults, as well as the leading cause of childhood mortality in China. So this new story of a quote, undiagnosed pneumonia epidemic is rather suspicious. Once again, John Rappaport, one of the first in the world to call fraud on COVID-19, also commented on the air pollution problem in his recent article, just in case China calls this a new pandemic. He said, mystery? Baffling? Eerie? I don't think so. They always give you, this has no explanation. Just before they magically announce, they've found a new virus. Crisis 24. A global security platform reports that heavy pollution is occurring in northern China provinces, including Beijing and Liaoning, the two areas reporting the mystery illness in children. I see. Pollution causing lung problems. Wow. I just fell off my chair. What a revelation. Whoever heard of that? Back to the China FTV news story, which goes on to report that in the early morning, Beijing Children's Hospital was still overcrowded with parents and children whose children had pneumonia and came to seek treatment. Mr W, a Beijing citizen, said, Many, many are hospitalised. They don't cough and have no symptoms. Uh-oh, they don't have symptoms. Could this mean another round of asymptomatic transmission gaslighting? There is no transmission from anyone, but the gaslit jump in and start disputing asymptomatic transmission, claiming that symptomatic transmission is the only type. The ruse keeps the contagion myth in play and more of the population on the plantation. However, FTV News reported that Mr W also said, they just have a high temperature, fever, and many develop pulmonary nodules. A little odd that a citizen would use the medical term pulmonary nodules and know the chest imaging results of all the patients. Maybe the Chinese authorities keep a tight control on all information apart from medical records. And top secret photos from the Wuhan Institute of Virology that they post themselves on social media. But shh, it's a secret. The Chinese article finished by stating... Since China stopped adhering to the zero policy at the beginning of the year 2023, epidemics such as influenza, mycoplasma and bronchopneumonia have broken out from time to time. This is perhaps the most fantastic non-sequitur of the story. 
Are they trying to claim that when they were adhering to their draconian zero policy, there was not much influenza and bronchopneumonia, which are clearly pervasive every year in China? You have to feel sympathy for the people in China who live in these filthy cities. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that their environment is toxic and making them sick. Then they are told that locking them down under extreme surveillance is in their best interests. The ProMed release stated below their coverage that it is too early to project whether this could be another pandemic, but as a wise influenza virologist once said to me, the pandemic clock is ticking. We just do not know what time it is. There are a lot of jokes we could make here. Wise is not an adjective that fits with many virologists. Perhaps only Dr. Stefan Lanker, who shortly after becoming a virologist, declared that the virus model was kaput. And did the influenza virologist that ProMed mentioned look into all the failed human transmission experiments over the past century and the fact that no influenza viral particles have ever been shown to exist? Insert your own version here, such as, the virology time bomb is ticking, we just do not know what time the public will wake up. Before we get to further coverage of this emerging story, we should note that this type of scenario was, coincidentally, similar to a tabletop exercise run on the 23rd of October 2022. The event was held in Brussels and featured the world's most powerful doctor, Bill Gates. It was called Catastrophic Contagion, and the exercise, quote, simulated a series of WHO emergency health advisory board meetings addressing a fictional pandemic set in the near future. Participants grappled with how to respond to an epidemic located in one part of the world that then spread rapidly, becoming a pandemic with a higher fatality rate than COVID-19 and disproportionately affecting children and young people. So let's have a look at some of the highlights from the event. As of today, there have been an estimated 1 billion cases worldwide, with more than 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. Countless millions are alive, but left with paralysis or brain damage. The most successful countries are those which invested in preparedness and trained for this moment years in advance. This included having full-time pandemic preparedness and response teams, which conducted detailed operational planning and routinely tested those plans through exercises and drills. If more countries had participated and heeded the guidance, the toll might have been much less. Mmm, heed the guidance of the alleged experts. We know how that works out. You need to trust us. This is, this is what we do for a living, you need to trust us. Um, the world is on fire and I don't think people realise that. <laughs> <laughs> the Director General is seeking your input on what WHO should recommend regarding misinformation and disinformation that is now resulting in the deaths of many around the world. Well, obviously the WHO should shut itself down first as one of the lead coordinators of misinformation and disinformation. Many public health leaders are saying that misinformation about the potential vaccines on social media is undercutting trust in authorities and complicating their efforts to respond to the disease. Who would have thought? All roads lead to vaccines once again. And as I suggested in my last video, A for anti-vaxxer, 
Who cares what so-called public health leaders and their scientifically bankrupt institutions say? Their nonsense should be called out, whether it be pointless lockdowns or their shameless promotions of big pharma products. Today, we will focus on the antiviral Extranivir, which has demonstrated efficacy as a treatment for Sears 25. Hopefully at this point, almost everyone realizes something is amiss here, even those that can't quite put their finger on it. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. Other mainstream outlets that covered the latest, quote, mysterious pneumonia in China included Forbes. The piece was written by Bruce Lee, and I have pointed out the lack of evidence he provided in one of his previous articles in my video, Chickenpox Parties and Varicella Zostavirus. In his November 23rd, 2023 article, he basically echoes the ProMed release. He also says, the term pneumonia is a very general term for any condition where there's inflammation of the tiny little sacs in your lungs called your alveoli, which is reasonable, but then states, a number of known respiratory pathogens, including influenza, mycoplasma pneumoniae, RSV and SARS-CoV-2 can cause pneumonia. At this point, we would like to request the citations for this claim because the only microbe that has been shown to even exist on that list is mycoplasma pneumoniae. So we could make it easier for him and simply request a controlled scientific experiment that showed mycoplasma has the ability to cause disease in a host. Near the end of the article, Lee states that all of this doesn't necessarily mean that another novel pathogen has emerged in China. And even if there is another novel pathogen on hand, there might still be the opportunity to keep it contained and controlled, which is definitely not what happened in 2020 with the SARS-CoV-2. Again, plenty of jokes we could make here about fictional viruses spreading around the world. We have a wealth of material covering this, and one of the latest was my video, Why All Viruses Originate in Laboratories. Over to the Daily Mail, and we find the familiar COVID-19-style reporting we saw in early 2020. Under the headline, Mysterious Pneumonia Ripping Through Chinese Schools Sparks Fears Among Scientists of a COVID Repeat we see the inclusion of a map, which is reminiscent of this one that featured in The Sun in April 2020. Maps make it real, folks. They also provided a video from China featuring lots of people, lots of face masks, and some cues. Those weapons of mass destruction got to be somewhere. <laughs> we also see the Daily Mail mentioning antibiotic resistance with the statement, Mycoplasma pneumoniae is becoming more and more resistant to macrolides, a class of drugs commonly used to treat pneumonia. I won't expand on this gaslighting nonsense here as we covered this topic in my video, The Truth About Antibiotics. Suffice to say here, antibiotic resistance is a pseudo-problem in the germ theorist's phony war against microbes. Then, buried near the end of the article, we see the admission that, quote, so far, very few children have died from walking pneumonia. Keep in mind the 2010 study that revealed pneumonia is the leading cause of childhood mortality in China, so the wheels fall off the story once again. One thing that did catch our eye was the comment section under the Daily Mail article, keeping in mind that this is a mainstream publication. Many people are calling it out as a repeated attempt to pull off a COVID-like scam, 
Others are noting that it is likely to result in the promotion of more bogus vaccines. It is good to see there is a general theme of wanting to be left out of the nonsense coming from the WHO and governments. One concern we have is that despite recognising most of the propaganda, the lab leak theory is still being swallowed by a significant number. That is why we have focused energy on dismantling this permitted alternative narrative that keeps people trapped in the virus and contagion model. For many, it is the only thing keeping them on the false plantation. As if the Daily Mail sensed that notion, the next day it ran the headline, China claims a new virus is not the culprit in mystery pneumonia outbreak in children, despite history of cover-ups. Followed by, US found serious safety concerns at Wuhan lab in 2017. Once again, this leads the gaslit to get into arguments about which country is responsible for the origins of something. That does not exist. However, overall, there is a different feeling to 2020, when almost everyone was asleep and initially went along with the story and draconian restrictions much more readily. I'm not holding my breath, but I think that pulling off another COVID fraud will be a whole lot more difficult because too many people are now awake to the scientific holes. Not only that, but it has brought many more people into rejecting not just COVID vaccines, but all vaccines as pointless and dangerous products. In the meantime, stay vigilant and watch the space. If you enjoyed this video, please visit support.dsam.com 